good day to be indigenous. Get up, stand up. They are going to become more brutal. Because all the hippies were trying to be Indians anyway. They're going to become more repressive because it's a matter of dollars and their illusionary concepts of power. Hey, Victor. We must live in balance with the earth. And also with recent happenings at Wounded Knee. I am awake. Welcome to Native Roots Radio Presents. I'm awake and I'm your host, Wakanja Hade. Hey, Karagi to all my friends and relatives in four directions. You are listening to Native Roots Radio Presents I'm Awake, and I'm your host, Robert Pilot. And we discuss local and national Native news and events. And as you know, Ogma Native news, Native uh, issues are human issues, and human issues are Native issues. This portion of the show is brought to you by MN350, a grassroots organization fighting for climate justice. Hey, I want to start all over. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> we're live uh, here, and uh, I'm in the Twin Cities in St. Paul, and Ogma is up in the deep north there. And we have a, a live radio show all over Turtle Island here, and we're really appreciative of, of all the people that are listening. We get so many comments. I run into so many people, Ogma. Um, and, you know, our white allies are learning so much, and I think that's kind of the kind of the point of the show, you know. We... Uh, we're not uh, preaching to the choir. Our our relatives mostly know a lot of this stuff that we we talk about, but uh, we're really excited to share this with all our, our our white relatives across Turtle Island. Right, and you know the important work of what we're doing too comes to educating uh, our non-native allies because many of them were not educated in the current school system that we have about the truth of our history and um, of their history as well. So it's important that we have these conversations and uh, talk with our allies and uh, you know remind them that uh, this collaboration and uh, education amongst one another is uh, possible. Wow, perfectly said, and without any uh, any more, uh, that's uh, for further ado here, uh, let's go to Ogma with the news that you don't hear anywhere else, and uh, that's Let Her Rip. Yay, absolutely. Bonjour, Anin relatives. This is Ogma Ganuakwe. I'm a citizen of the Red Lake Nation in northern Minnesota, and I have some news and information for you here today. Wanted to highlight something that we talked about uh, last week or early this week. What day is it? I don't even know what day it is. Um, But we talked (laughs) about this with Mary Kunish on a prior show. Uh, There is a celebratory pop-up round dance happening at the Capitol Rotunda in Minnesota and St. Paul on January 3rd from 11.15 to 11.45 a.m. Again, that's the Minnesota State Capitol Building Rotunda on Revlin Revlin Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard in St. Paul, Minnesota. Minnesota. They're going to be celebrating the swearing in of Native leaders into the Minnesota State House of Representatives, Representative Alicia Kozlowski, Representative Heather Keeler, and Representative Jamie Becker Finn. Representatives Keeler and Becker Finn are being sworn in uh, for, I believe, Becker Finn is a third term and Heather Keeler is a second. And then Representative Kozlowski will be it will be their first term. So that's very exciting. And then they'll, of course, be joined by Senator Mary Kunish, uh, who's the only Native American senator in the state of Minnesota right now, and the state's Lieutenant Governor Peggy Flanagan, who was uh, recently reelected with Governor Tim Walls. And this is a collaboration uh, with the Minnesota Indian Affairs Council, the Metro Urban Indian Directors, and the Urban Indian Advisory Board. So that is exciting. There's a reception to follow in the Capitol Building Conference Room number 316. So um, if you haven't yet, head over to Representative Kozlowski, who represents in Duluth, Representative Keeler, who represents in Moorhead, and Representative Becker Finn's pages, uh, or Senator Mary Kunish or Lieutenant Governor Peggy Flanagan. You can find the poster with all the information if you want to show up for that awesome uh, round dance at the Capitol. Robert, are you planning on being there? Yeah, definitely. And I think we'll get Wendy uh, to go too. Also, I just want to give our neighbors in Wisconsin a shout out too. I won't be able to make uh, the governor's ball or the reception for their uh, swearing in on the same day. I can't be in two places at once. So I appreciate the invites all over. Maybe we can uh, send you and your kids down to Madison. No, 
Just kidding. Oh, I don't oh, know. No. I don't know. I think we should trade the other way because I think the kids would yeah. like round dance a little better. They could go hang out with uh, Auntie Auntie Peggy. So yeah. that would be a good time. There you go. What else do you got? I want you know, I want to remind people about uh, the ongoing fight against Line 3 here in Minnesota. Um, even though construction has uh, halted and the uh, line is still dealing with massive uh, water and aquifer breaches, there are also water protectors who are dealing with ongoing legal issues in relation uh, in related to their uh, taking a stand against Line 3. So upcoming events uh, in January are a Flood the Courts event in Aiken County uh, for Aiken County District Court in Aiken, Minnesota. They're going to be joining in support of a defendant in the fight against Line 3 as they have a jury trial on January 11th, 12th, and 13th. The court begins at 9 a.m. each day and the jury trial will take place at the Aiken County District Court, uh, which is located at 209 2nd Street Northwest, room 242A in Aiken, Minnesota. Zip code there is 56431. Food and drinks will be provided. That's a Flood the Courts event, so that's coming in directly directly to you from the uh, Flood the Courts Action Network. Another event uh, that's coming up here in January that's scheduled for January is related to the Firelight Encampment. The non-native water protectors who were arrested during Camp Firelight, which was an eight-day ceremonial encampment that blocked Line 3 construction near the headwaters of the Mississippi in June of 2021, are now continuing to move through the Clearwater Court System in Clearwater County, Minnesota. The contested omnibus hearing took place back in July of this year, and the defendants moved to dismiss their trespass charges because they were invited guests of the sovereign Anishinaabe people as ceremony participants. Participants. However, an early dissenter, the judge named DeSanto, rejected the defendant's arguments and denied their motion to dismiss, finding probable cause existed for their cases to proceed to trial. The next court appearance for them is scheduled uh, January 12, 2023 at 3 p.m. Central, and remote court support information will be sent uh, soon, so stay tuned for that uh, for more information. Again, January 12th for the non-native water protectors arrested during the firelight encampment. And finally, uh, Winona LaDuke herself uh, is the last remaining Shell River defendant, even though the court has dismissed charges against others. The state of Minnesota is refusing to dismiss the case against Winona LaDuke. On December 14th, she did appear in court to continue to be a guardian for the Shell River. I don't have any more information on that at this time, but we will be following through. If you uh, don't have any information on what the Shell River 7 is, uh, head on over to Shell River 7 the number seven dot com that shell river number seven dot com uh, and there's some really great information on that website about how you can uh, become a guardian for the shell river and how you can support winona and the other shell river seven uh, who are a part of that uh, event uh, in weather news, I just wanted to bring up uh, that we here at Native Roots Radio are uh, deeply saddened to hear of the Western New York death tolls from the storm. Uh, right now, the current death toll uh, that I'm seeing on uh, AP News Associated Press is reporting 28 deaths from the cold and from the storm um, in residents or in uh, Western. New York, places like Buffalo, New York. Uh, it's been one of the worst weather-related disasters ever to hit Western New York. Uh, and those those people, um, it's just deeply saddening to me that that is happening. Um, and we have uh, many decades of drought and poor planning that is threatening uh, water and reservoirs um, in the Western United States. Um, so Lake Mead and Lake Powell are currently at their lowest collective volume since they were filled. Um, and it's really not looking good for that uh, part of the country. Um, they are currently in a federally declared water shortage um, and uh, they're expecting subsequent shortages and uh, deeper cuts in those um, those uh, water shortage requirements to be declared this year. So um, in the news of the weather, everybody, it's not looking good. So stay warm and stay safe. Hey, Ogama Pinigigi, thank you so much. Uh, we're going to have Nancy Bolio and Dan Jordan on a little bit later here, but uh, we're going to take a quick break. And uh, I just have uh, something I want to read, and then we'll bring those guys on and maybe uh, – Something left over from yesterday on the 38 plus 2 uh, that was read, and I'm, I'm going to read the letter from this person. Uh, very powerful stuff. 
You're listening to Native Roots Radio Presents I'm Awake, and again, prayers out to Buffalo and all our relatives out there in the East Coast. We'll be right back after this short break. Please stay with us. Hey, Olgama, I've been hearing a lot about this term, climate justice. What is that? Climate justice is recognizing that the negative impacts of climate change don't affect all people equally. It also means transitioning from a fossil fuel-based economy to a more sustainable future. MN350 is one of the groups that's pushing for this transition to protect our futures. You can even get involved, too. That's great, especially since I'm concerned about pipeline projects like Line 3. How can I help MN350? Just find them on Facebook or visit mn350.org. Health insurance that fits my budget? I'm covered. I needed health coverage I could count on and afford. Minsure helped me find a plan that works for me, and they helped me save money. Did you know that most Minnesotans qualify for savings through Minsure? And they have free experts who can help you sign up for coverage. Go to Minsure.org today and get started and get covered. That's mnsure.org. mnsure.org. When we heal from our traumas. When we face our fears. Let go of our addictions. When we relearn our values. When we live our teachings. Respecting our elders. Cherishing and honoring our children. When we honor and take care of our spirit. There will be no room left for sexual violence. Sponsored by the Minnesota Indian Women's Sexual Assault Coalition. Nightingale is your cozy, comfortable neighborhood restaurant in the Whittier neighborhood at 26th and Lindale. Nightingale has patio, dining room, and bar seating available. Plus, they still have takeout and delivery. Their menu has lots of delicious options like the famous Nightingale burger and fries, ginger tamari chicken wings, smoked chicken liver pate, and more. They're open from 5 p.m. to 1 a.m. daily with their full menu until midnight. So make the friendly neighborhood Nightingale your go-to restaurant in South Minneapolis. Place an order, make a reservation, and more at NightingaleMPLS.com. You're listening to Native Roots Radio. This is Spirit from Reservation Dogs. Get up and listen. Welcome back to Native Roots Radio Presents. I'm awake and this is Robert Pilot. Hey, welcome back, everybody. This is Ogamaganuakwe. Just wanted to let you know that this portion of the show is brought to you by the Minnesota Indian Women's Sexual Assault Coalition. Hey, Pini Gigi Ogama. I just... uh, uh, have a, a letter I'd like to read that was read yesterday during the 38 plus two uh, assembly down in Mankato uh, for the Horse Nation, and uh, it's been reported that it's going to be the last ride. But I, I hope and I think that uh, some younger people will pick it up because this was a vision and a dream, Ogama, uh, that they had, and they've been doing this for so long. But I would like uh, before we get our guests on today is to. Uh, read this uh, letter of statement sort of thing here, if you don't mind. And I'm going to clear my throat here. I'm going to put myself on mute for one second. Sure thing. (laughs) Okay, cool. All right, here we go. So I'm going to give her a shot here. Greetings, my relatives of the Horse Nation. This is with the greatest respect and admiration that I have for you all and want you to say most sincerely. I appreciate what you do and have done for so long and in so many ways. What you do reminds us of our connection to Mother Earth. It reminds us that there is always a winter in our life. If we preserve and stand strong against the winds of change and the winter of seasons, we will ultimately prevail. Every step of the horse's hoof touching Mother's Mother's Earth binds us to our ancestors and reminds us of our responsibilities to our children and to our children's children. It also reminds us and reminds the rest of America that it's a, of its treatments of our people and reminds the world of America's past. 
The ride gives a voice to the 38 plus 2 wrongfully murdered with their ropes. It lets them know that we have not forgotten. It lets them know that while they were fighting for the freedom of our black brothers and sisters, they were taking ours. I so wish I could be there with you. It's been forever since I rode a horse. It's been forever since I've walked freely on the earth. It has been forever since I have felt the cold wind and the sunshine on my skin. It's been forever since I've been amongst my brothers and sisters as we laughed with our special humor. It's been forever since I've been to a ceremony and prayed freely. I so wish I could be there with you. You cannot imagine the envy I have for the freedom that you share. My prayers go out to you and for you and with you that you may enjoy the seasons and the company of one another. With all you do, may it bring the best outcome possible. Thank you so much for remembering me and all those who came before us. Thank you so much for the example you have set for our future generations, our young people now. With greatest admiration for your journey, I want to thank you again and again and again. Thank you, my loved ones, in the spirit of Crazy Horse, Leonard Peltier. So that was read yesterday, Ogama, um, to the hundreds and hundreds of people that were there. Um, so it really hit my heart, and I asked uh, uh, if they could uh, share that with me. And he had the person who read that there had many copies just for that reason. So uh, I hope I did it justice. Uh, it was pretty hard and emotional to read uh, for somebody that's been in prison for 47 years wrongfully um so yeah that's uh um go ahead i was gonna say i think it really i I think you did do it justice and miigwetch to you for reading that those powerful words from relative leonard peltier in prison at this time and you know uh like nina just posted to respect for the riders uh who came uh across from the dakotas into uh mankato and uh did that for us and for the Dakota relatives there. So really excited though, to have our guests on today too, though. We haven't had one of our guests on in a while, so we're excited to have them back. Yeah. That's uh, like old time sake here. Uh, we got Dan Duradain, but I want to uh, get uh, Nancy Bolio in here and uh, introduce Dan. And I know there's some great information. Oh, where did Nancy go? There was some uh, great uh, information that you brought up last week that you wanted Dan on. And so I'm excited to hear this conversation, Nance back yeah i lost you for a second my apologies can you hear me now yes yeah well um again uh i too want to give a big chimigwitch to all the writers for the 38 plus two um i really wanted to be there myself but again robert my war pony is um sitting idle but yeah there was a lot of thinking about you know the sacrifices that these writers made to um, bring awareness and again, um, to show everybody that we haven't forgotten. And I I think it's critical that we um, continue to build these types of bases and, and, and hold um, these people accountable for the the past. Um, Cause the the past is what, um, you know, that shared, it's a shared history and we really need to recognize that because our, our history books don't talk about that. So, you know, when these people brave the cold and, and, and ride, you know, on these horses, it, it says a lot. I mean, spiritually, and, and it's, a, it's a time that we have to stop and reflect on what we can do better. When we think about winter uh, solstice, which was just on the 21st, it's, you know, um, kind of. Uh, hey, did we lose? Of the year, answer? you know, and, and so. Can you guys hear me? Yeah, you keep coming back and forth. Uh, we we have you. Maybe and I have a, you. Okay. It's a it's a well, northern I, sky I, up there. It's so cold, and the internet and all yeah. the beams are flowing through. Yeah. Trying to fix your war pony. Oh, 
Yeah, I know, Robert, I'm in such a bad place again, but actually I'm in a good place. I'm at home and I hope you can hear me. But I was just talking a little bit about winter sol solstice and it, it's a period of darkness. The winter solstice is an opportunity to go inwards with deep intention to care for our spiritual selves, our bodies and our minds and our loved ones and families and to prepare for longer days ahead. So when we move into the new year, Robert, we need to really um, go inwards and think about how we can be a better person moving forward. And I think you know um making sacrifices to to defend who we are care for our relatives and protect mother earth i think this is a good time to dig deep and figure out how you can sacrifice some some time to to give to what we do here and that's building space and creating a beautiful movement where we build that awareness and hold people accountable for that shared history yeah absolutely well well said as always uh Nancy, um, well said. And uh, Nancy's with uh, MN350 and Bemidji 350 and, um, you know, fighting climate justice all over in treaties. Uh, we were always are really happy to have Nancy on on Tuesdays. So, Nancy, you uh, just like old old times here, you got yourself a guest here. I do. And, you know, and, and the reason for this is because, you know, even though after, you know, election day on the um, in the midterm election, um our work isn't done, Robert. It's just beginning, looking forward. So this is one reason why it's important to get out and vote for one. Um, these local races really uh, affect us more than the state or federal races. And we can elevate candidates that are, um, you know, aligning with our issues and, and reminding people that we're still here as Indigenous people. So um, Dan Jordan is from Red Lake, and he is currently the counselor at large, just serving out the last few days of his term. So today he's here to share about uh, a little bit about his work and the flag raising. I, I brought that up last week where Leech Lake, White Earth and the Red Lake Nations uh, flags are now posted at the city council. That's only one step forward. And I also just want to uh, give Dan a shout out for being, you know, there for the youth and being a referee because I just spotted him in a referee uh, uniform a couple of weeks ago at the Cass Lake Red Lake uh, basketball game. So uh, welcome to the show, Dan. Yes, thank you, Nancy. Thank you, Robert and Olga. It's always a pleasure to be back on this radio station. It, it's it's such a somber feeling when you come when you come here, and uh, you know you hear Leonard Peltier, you hear the movements that are going on, the thirty eight plus two riders in uh, Mankato. There, I mean, it, it's it's just a, a humbling feeling coming on here and uh, being being able to stand next to those types of stories and uh, bring your voice out. So I really appreciate the time. I appreciate all you guys put into the radio show and uh yeah the work has just started for uh, myself being uh elected to the Bemidji City Council as Nancy said we're serving out our last two two uh several days of our term but that's fine that's fine you know um, uh, leadership I always say doesn't come in wins and losses it comes in uh your spirit to, to keep advocating for your community and whatever you believe is what's right for your community or your area your region you stand up to those types of things and you never back down. And I think politics for myself has just been getting started. So I don't really see it as serving uh, the last several days of my term, but yet, you know, moving into a bigger direction as we move forward. So, yeah, it was a very mo momentous day recently at Bemidji City Council. For the first time, uh, Bemidji City Council, we raised the tribal flags of uh, Leech Lake Nation, Red Lake Nation, and White Earth Nation. And uh, I got the one-minute sign here, and uh, we can talk about that a little more after we get back from the break. And, uh, you know, it, like I said, it's very inspiring to be part of these types of changes, to be that voice. And uh, so I'll bring it back to you for now, Robert. Thank you so much. Uh, you're an old pro at this, Dan. That's awesome. Hey, this is Native Roots Radio presents I'm Awake, and we'll be right back. I want to also talk to Dan a little bit about that Boston trip at the Red Sox Stadium. Oh, we'll be right back. Hey, Wendy, what are we doing for dinner after the show? How about we go to Jay Selby's on 169 Victoria Street in St. Paul. They have a delicious plant-based menu that's compassionate and environmentally sustainable. I'm getting their spot-on vegan Big Mac, the dirty secret. You can pick up and they deliver within a five-mile radius, or you can call them at 651-222-3263 or visit jayselby's.com. Well, you sold me one. Let's go order at Jay Selby's tonight. I'm hungry. 
JNS Bean Factory is a native-owned, community-supported, cozy, artsy coffee shop which offers roasted on-site beans, live music, and baked goods. Relax in the beautiful outside patio. City Pages writes, voted top 10 coffee shops. Tucked into a quiet corner of St. Paul's Highland Park neighborhood, this coffee shop roasts beans on-site from the best coffee-growing countries in the world. Located at 1518 Randolph Avenue, St. Paul. The good stuff. Hello, Minnesota. This is Tom Hartman, and you can catch me every weekday from 11 to 2 right here on AM 950, the progressive voice of Minnesota. It's smart radio for smart people. Seward Co-op is now offering convenient, self-serve, and pre-packaged hot options and salad bars at both the Franklin and Friendship stores. Breakfast items available daily until 11 a.m. and brunch served all day every Sunday. Their weekly lunch and dinner menus highlight cuisines from around the world. They offer vegan, vegetarian, and gluten-free options daily. 95% of the ingredients used are organic from small-scale, local community food producers whenever possible. More at Seward.coop. Hello, this is Ellie Krug with Ellie 2.0 Radio. Now my show will be on Saturdays from 10 to 11 and replayed on Sundays from 1 to 2. You will get to the best of Ellie 2.0 with talking about idealism, with guests who come in and who are idealistic, who are trying to change the world, and you will get me, Super Idealist. Tune in. We can't wait to hear from you. And you'll hear from me Saturdays from 10 to 11. Winter is here, and there's a good chance your home isn't being heated efficiently. And it's likely because of air sealing and insulation problems. Inadequate attic insulation is the leading contributor to high energy bills, cold rooms, and ice dams. Great news, the energy-efficient pros at Snap Construction can fix it all. Stop the heat from leaking out and save. Call 612-333-SNAP or visit snapconstruction.com for your free infrared energy inspection. Install with Snap Construction and qualify for over $750 in rebates and incentives. State and city programs are now offering 0% financing for qualifying insulation upgrades. So call Snap Construction for your free insulation energy consultation and start saving on your energy bills. Call 612-333-SNAP. That's 612-333-SNAP. Or visit snapconstruction.com. Snap Construction is arguably the most well-reviewed insulation and exterior contractor in the metro area. Visit snapconstruction.com. Health insurance that fits my budget? I'm covered. I needed health coverage I could count on and afford. Minsure helped me find a plan that works for me, and they helped me save money. Did you know that most Minnesotans qualify for savings through Minsure? And they have free experts who can help you sign up for coverage. Go to Minsure.org today and get started and get covered. That's MNSure.org. MNSure.org. With a look at your AM 950 weather, I'm Patrick Lilia. Cloudy tonight with a low of 22, then sunshine Wednesday with a high of 36. Whether you're dining in or dining out, eat local Minnesota restaurants and food purveyors will make your next meal one to remember. Visit the full list of Eat Local Minnesota restaurants and food purveyors at eatlocalminnesota.com. This is Winona LaDuke of Honor the Earth, and you're listening to Native Roots Radio. I'm awake. Welcome back to Native Roots Radio Presents I'm Awake, and this is Robert Pilot. Hey, just a reminder, everybody, that uh, Mentor currently has open enrollment through the end of the year. You have until the last day of the year to apply, and there are free experts who can help you find a plan that saves you money. Go to mnsure.org for more information. Hey, thanks, Ogama, for that little tease there. I think everyone should go check it out. Hey, uh, we're here with Dan Jordan and Nancy Bolio. And Nancy Bolio uh, has brought up a couple great things uh, with Dan and what Dan's been working on. And Dan's talking about your work's never over. And uh, Dan, uh, how, that I, when you're done with the Nancy, I want to ask you about your Boston trip. Oh, hey, Nancy, welcome back. Right. Well, it's always a pleasure to uh, to come back on here. Um, Robert, guess what I got for you really quick? Right on. Right on. Yeah. Make it make it extra big because I got that big ego can't get through my head through the door. Ho. Oh. Well, I think if your head is about the same size as mine, you'll be fine. So no worries. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, anyway, yeah, you know, 
what uh, Dan was just saying earlier, honestly, you know, uh, it is about being community and being a leader and showing up and, and, and not giving up most importantly. And, and I, you know, reflected on this last week uh, when we first began, you know, you know, stepping into some of these spaces, it was, it was kind of hard on us and it was mentally draining and actually physically draining. I remember going to some of the big meetings and coming home and feeling like a shipwreck for a couple of days. And I just had to uh, recoup and just reground myself. But, you know, um, looking at where I'm at now, it, it, it it's, it's a good space. Um, the relationships are looking healthy. Um, we, we're going to continue to show up and we're going to, um, you know, keep talking treaties and, and what that means to us as Anishinaabe people. And, and it's people like Dan, you know, Audrey Thayer and, you know, our ladies that are being sworn into uh, um, the rotunda here, you know, in that event that Ogamai shared earlier. It's these kind of things that we have to support as Native people. So this is why voting matters, you know, because we are in a system that's working against us, but we are in that system already. And if we do show up and support candidates that, you know, bring our voices to the table, there's so much more. Hey there, Nancy uh, was uh, so powerful. She uh, knocked the tower down there, Dan. Um, oh, Nancy's back now. <laughs> yeah. So I was just saying, you know, if you can't run for office or, you know, um, you step it up and, and, and hold, you know, like a space like a delegate like I do, uh, you can still show up just as a citizen to vote and support the work that these people do. And this is why I do this work is I want our people to be resilient and, and fight the system back and hold these people uh, accountable to treaties. And this is why I appreciate people like Dan stepping it up and running. And, you know, we wouldn't have those flags flying if it wasn't for Audrey and Dan being present. And I want to pass it over to Dan now. Yes, thank you, Nancy. I appreciate that. Um, a lot of things what Nancy also covered, too, was uh, letting your voice be heard was probably the biggest one that I took out of that. Um, what what do people expect community to look like? What do you expect your community to be about? What do you feel needs a change in your community? Those are some of the questions we should be asking ourselves and how we reshape some of the things that are happening or organizational-wise. How do we build relationships and community how do we get those changes how do we become at the table those are some of the things i always thought about while coming to my near exit here is um who can be the next person to step up into these shoes into the platform into those spaces because you know a lot of our ancestors in native country always talk about we have to be that voice we have to be that that type of person to stand up to to what's right and uh, stand up to what's wrong as well so um, being in politics, you know, it shed a different light into Native culture, it, into bringing into a different aspect. Um, it's it's a little different, but yet it's it's nothing to be it's it's nothing to be afraid of because we need to be in those spaces. We need to represent what our community looks like, and then we have a quite a diverse community here in Bemidji, Minnesota, up north, and uh, we 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 need that representation of diversity. And uh, one of the things is building partnerships, building friendships with the uh, other people to help um, diversity get um, employment, be, be on the jobs, if, if you will. So uh, talking with public safety and uh, other higher ranking areas um, where we see Native people nowadays uh, getting those types of jobs. And uh, that, that's what it's all about, building relationships and getting people to the table, letting them have a voice um, also. You know, some of the things we stood up for was uh, voting against the Line 3 donations that were coming through the city as being a clean water advocate. We've seen those come through, and we had to stand up for those types of things because um, th those are what I believe in. You know, as, as a Native, and uh, the big Line 3 that came through uh, our region was, was rather, rather devastating. We talked a little bit about it with uh, some of the arrests that occurred with Winona and all the other people that stood up for it and. uh you know, we must not continue to stop, but continue to fight for what's right and what we believe in as Anishinaabe of this area. And so those are a lot of things that we did. Um, also, like I said, advocating for diversity. We also recently raised the tribal flags, um, which was kind of a little astonishing because it took a little over a year and a half, almost two years to finally get that put forward. And what does that mean to represent and raise a tribal flag in city hall where it is, has never been raised before. 
those types of issues mean every single thing to the communities that neighbor Bemidji. And we must not forget that we are also on 1855 treaty land, home of the um, Dakota and Ojibwe people. So we, we must not forget where we come from and show these people that we're educating them at the same time and that we, we have to be partners and get along and work together towards a common goal. And so seeing the tribal flags raised recently of Red Lake, White Earth and Leech Lake, it's just, it's just one step further to where we want to be, but it's not where we want to be. We, we want to keep bringing that voice to the table and bringing all of that, that energy, that positive energy and that movement and show them that, you know, we're, we are just as qualified as anybody else in this community. And uh, we, we should, we, we do belong at the table. And that's what I tell the, some of the younger generation is uh, never be afraid to step up to these types of challenges because it's only going to reshape your community and educate them a little more because uh, we, we have a long ways to go. And that, like I, I, I told it recently at the city council that we just flipped the calendar to 2022 and we're flipping it to 23 and we, we don't see the changes at, at a fast pace and, uh, but we have to keep pounding that education. We have to keep being present at these meetings. We have to keep our vocal, you know, our, our vocal voice keep going at that table. So that's one way of keeping that change coming and uh, looking forward to uh, a brighter, positive future with politics, however that may be. And I think I got a lot of great people on, that are on my team. And so um, we just have to work together and uh, continue fighting that good that good battle. So I really appreciate, you know, all the support. And I, I can't thank the people of Bemidji enough and the people that donated on Native Roots Radio that's, you know, sent $5, $10. It went a long ways. And now we're never going to keep backing down to uh, supporting Native issues and supporting diversity and bringing that to the forefront of the table where we belong. Right. And, you know, Dan, I, I, what I think is, you know, really critical for our people to know that, you know, be, uh, treaties are nonpartisan, so you really don't need to be political to, you know, show up in and be at the table. I think, you know, our approach, um, especially within the DFL party, is to remind them that, you know, we don't identify as DFLers. We identify as Anishinaabe, and treaties are nonpartisan. So I think even if you're a politician or not, uh, you can still show up as a treaty person and show them what peace is all about and, and hold space in this in this place we call home here in 1855 and we would hope that other counties cities you know other tribes do the same thing and i think it's really important that we learn from not just the midterm elections but 2020 but moving into 2024 we really need to support our relatives and our allies and as citizens as anishinaabe we need to show up and, and remind them that we're still here robert yeah definitely uh Really good words, and Dan, um, you know, I I think uh, it's great uh, that you're going to still be involved, and there's many more elections, and you're a young person, and and like you said, you have a good team, so we're really excited for your future, and uh, uh, and yeah, just really excited, Nancy, for for his future. Yeah, uh, you know, it, it's it's nice to have John around. And I think, you know, um, just having him and Audrey in the office and even Emily, you know, she's non-native and she's uh, one of our allies. It it gave us more hope to having progress, you know, just thinking back to um, for two years ago, just over two years ago, you, you, would, you couldn't imagine those flags ever being, um, you know, posted. But again, it's because people supported Dan, supported Audrey, supported Emily, and they made sure they brought our voices to the table. And again, you know, it's just an acknowledgement for now. But if we continue to show up, in which I plan to as a as a, a defendant that won her case on the line three matter, I'm going to go remind the city and the county that as Anishinaabe in 1855, I have that inherent responsibility to protect the water. So um, that's why it's important to have these relationships, uh, respect the differences and keep reminding them that we're all treaty people and that our culture is protected under those treaties. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I think we're going to, um, we're going to hold on for another segment if you guys can still hold on and uh, end the show with some good words. So we got another break coming up real shortly. Uh, 
Dan, before we hit the break, we got less than a, a minute here. Uh, was that going to the Red Sox game, and uh, was that a, a life uh, once in a lifetime thing, or are you going to take me next time? I don't know. It, it's good to get out, get out of your area, and uh, check out different things, and see a different uh, venue, if you will. Uh, going going to that area on the East Coast definitely was an adventure. You know, I mean, if, if, I, if I were to say anything to anybody, get out there and travel. Just go out there and. You know, save up some dollars and just go do something that's different, and uh, it's it's quite the quite the experience to get out there. <laughs> so yeah. it, it was awesome. We we got the loss, but you know it it, it was it was an awesome experience, Robert. <laughs> yeah, well, that's on my bucket list. I uh, we I did the Hall of Fame with Wendy this last year uh, for the induction, and we're still married. And I'll try and take her out to Boston and and see a Red Sox game. Hey, we're uh, going to take a quick break with Nancy Bolio of MN350 and Dan Jardine and, and Ogma, and we'll be right back after this short break. Break. I can't speak. Break. We'll be right back. Break. Hey, Olgama, I've been hearing a lot about this term, climate justice. What is that? Climate justice is recognizing that the negative impacts of climate change don't affect all people equally. It also means transitioning from a fossil fuel-based economy to a more sustainable future. MN350 is one of the groups that's pushing for this transition to protect our futures. You can even get involved, too. That's great, especially since I'm concerned about pipeline projects like Line 3. How can I help MN350? Just find them on Facebook or visit mn350.org. Minnesota has the only original wolf population in the continental United States, and 80% of Minnesotans believe the wolf should be protected. Howling for Wolves is asking Minnesotans to respect our true wildlife manager, the wolf. Their survival is critical to our ecosystems, our communities, and even our economy. As highly intelligent animals with strong social bonds, Minnesota wolves deserve to be protected and admired. Learn more at howlingforwolves.org. Let's live and let howl. Tis the season to be jolly, and nothing makes me jollier than a clean home. If you just had Thanksgiving at home, you're probably still assessing the headaches your holiday company caused to your carpets, tiles, and maybe even the upholstery. And now you have less than a month before it's going to happen all over again. Call Zero Res today and ask for the AM950 special and free room Zero Resify for just $119. That's a $50 savings. And don't forget those air ducts. Take another $75 off your air duct service to get them zero res clean. Also, are you looking for last-minute gift ideas? Give your loved ones a zero res gift card to spread the zero res clean cheer. Call 952-ZERO-RES or visit ZeroResMinnesota.com to schedule your appointment today and beat the holiday rush. Lastly, now is the best time to book Zero Res for your year-end office cleaning and get you ready to provide your employees and patrons a clean and safe environment for 2023. This portion of the show is supported by Howling for Wolves. Please join Howling for Wolves on Wolf Day, Tuesday, February 7th, 2023 at the Minnesota State Capitol. You can sign up on Howling for Wolves event page. Howling for Wolves, protecting wolves for future generations. Welcome back to Native Ritz Radio Presents. I'm awake and this is Robert Pilot. Hey, Robert, are we howling again? You know it. We got to make these guys howl. All right. This portion of the show is brought to you by Howling for Wolves, protecting wolves for future generations. Oh, we had a lone wolf there, a a long lone wolf there, uh, Ogama. That's okay. (laughs) <laughs> hey, uh, we're Nancy Bolio of Bemidji 350, MN350, and Dan Jordan. And Dan, you know, what I wanted to uh, bring you guys back here is just to uh, give you an opportunity to, to speak your truth here in the last few minutes. I just didn't want to end that segment. Uh, I'm going to give you an opportunity to thank all the people, all your supporters, and uh, tell us a little bit what you're planning on doing, if you don't mind. Yeah, first I gotta say thanks to all the people that supported uh, this campaign along the way. It's been quite the journey. 
I think Nancy also made mention of this that I do refereeing. So that's probably one of my toughest jobs right there is refereeing. You gotta you gotta put up with a different atmosphere. You gotta go out there. You gotta put your parents. face on. And so yeah, that that's exactly it, Robert. But you know it it teaches you you know every single thing line of work that you step into you do it. The reason why I do these things is to change, make a change, and represent the native people again in a different form. You know, I love sports and I love giving back to the community and the people and also to be that native because there's not much native officials out there and in every aspect. And you, you want to put them on, on that platform. You want to give them that voice to say, you know what, we can do this. We can do the, all these things, you know, we can, you just have to put your mind to it. So everywhere I go, I try to put that type of mentality to it and, uh, you know, keep representing in a good way and uh, just keep moving forward. So I don't, I don't know what the future looks like yet. We're taking a break. Um, I have to thank one of my, um, you know, my client sisters, uh, Renee Vanette, who was a big, huge supporter of mine who passed away from her battle of cancer, who, um, you know, she was a big advocate in Duluth area representing those people in that community. So, um, it, it's been quite the change ever since uh, getting back into politics again. And so sometimes those things happen. You have to regroup yourself and, you know, figure out which avenue you're going to go. And things things never quit. Like I talked about leadership, it doesn't come, it doesn't come in wins or losses, yet it's always going to be there, that, that heart for your community, that heart to give back. It's always going to be there. So um, I don't know what the future is going to look like. Um, it, it, it's very promising. I'll put it that way because you, 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 you try to put your best foot forward and you try to lead with a good heart. And uh, not only that, you try to think of your ancestors and what they would do. So leadership, leadership is, is uh, a lot, a lot of good things come from it. Uh, we wish that a lot more people would step into these types of spaces and uh, not be afraid <laughs> because it's, it's uh, it's it's quite an experience uh, going into a community that's predominantly white and trying to change that narrative and trying to change that norm of the good old boys club that's been existing for years. So it, break down them walls, break down them barriers. You know, the future is looking bright for our future generations. And I just hope that they will continue to follow, you know, leadership footsteps and uh, let them know that they also have a voice at the table. Wow, great words, Dan, and I, I I just respect, and we always say, and I don't know if you remember this, but we always say at the end, uh, you need to resist, divest, join a group, and run for office, and you've really done all of those things. Uh, Nancy, any last words about uh, our guest here, Dan? It's just an amazing young man here. Yeah, he is, and I, and I really appreciate, you know, uh, Dan stepping it up and, and, you know, coming out of that comfort zone and, and representing our people here locally, because again, you know, these local elections are important. And I think, you know, even though that Dan's not going to be, you know, officially uh, a, a politician anymore, I think, you know, he's going to continue to show up. And I, I would hope people would say, hey, you know, I want to do what he's doing, because, you know, a lot of the times we, we find ourselves just wandering in it wandering around in this capitalistic world but if we get back to our ways and being community and and taking care of each other and bringing voice to our people to the issues uh, and protecting our treaties and water people realize this is one of the best spaces you can be and i think um like dan said we need more people to step it up and we'll show you the way and um you don't have to be a leader you could just you know provide support and maybe who knows you might become a leader that's kind of what happened to me i didn't ask to be here but uh, i guess i just let you know the wind take me where i'm at and i love being here awesome hey ogama do you have any uh, last uh, last things to say say to dan until he's on again because uh really what a what an awesome young man! You know, as a parent, I just gotta say the referee bit is probably that I I resonated with that a lot. Um, but in in all in all honesty, I I'm grateful and uh, honored that you have joined us on the show again, and for all the work that you have done. I know that the Bemidji area really needs a voice like yours. And um, as we move forward, I I hope to see some good things coming from you. Some more good things coming from you for sure. And I want to ask our relatives before our time is up, as we move into 2023, 
um, be safe and be sober and uh, be with your family when we go into the, to 2023 and make sure that um, you, you find a direction. If you don't have one, you can always reach out to us at Minnesota 350. Look me up. And again, if you can't be here to support us, uh, financial support's always good. And I want to say Chimi Gwich to 352 for um, giving me the space to be who we are. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, great organization, Protecting Water. Dan, uh, we're going to let you go unless you have any uh, last thing to say here. We got like a minute left in the show. Okay, I'd like to say thank you guys again, Robert, Robert, Ogama, Wendy, uh, Nancy. I can't thank you guys enough, you know. Never give up the battle, fighting the good cause in the community. Wherever you are, wherever you're from, never give up because there's always going to be battles that are going to be against us and we need to keep fighting for those issues and continue standing up for who we are and what we believe in so never back up for anything um never back down and just stand strong and you know we have a lot of support in the community and we'll just wish that a lot more people would be in this area and uh it's 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 looking very good for the native community so i'd just like to say thanks again and uh um pinigigi miigwech Oh, good one, Dan. Uh, thank you so much for being on. And we're gonna we'll be talking to you soon again, Dan Jordan. Uh, Nancy, I want to say peeny geeky to you too. Great show as always. I know we kept you on a little long tonight, but we've been doing that lately, and uh, we'll have to uh, renegotiate your contract. Ho! <laughs> oh, that sounds just great, Robert. So, uh, happy New Year's to uh, Native Roots Radio. Absolutely. And everyone else out there. Thank you so much, Nancy. Uh, great to see you as all you we see. You, always. We'll see you next week. Oh, wow. All right. Watch your mail, Robert. Watch the mail. Right on. You know, I need, you know, you know, I need one of those. Oh, see you. We'll see you. Wow. Uh, great show as again. Um, fun. Um, we're going to miss Dan, but Dan's uh, young and uh, hopefully he'll, he'll jump back up there. Right. You know, absolutely. I think that there's a lot of potential in Dan and that we'll see some really good things coming from him and, um, you know, maybe another avenue. I mean, there's a lot of different ways that one can be of support to a community. And like he said, if 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 it's in your heart to do that, that sort of service, um, it's going to come to you and you're going to find a way. So I, I think that um, we don't have anything to worry about. No, and it was great, and, uh, you know, um, there's more elections, and uh, maybe he'll run for Audrey's uh, seat that's uh, open now, vacant now. <laughs> Wouldn't that be I ironic? don't know. We'll have to wait and see. That's an inside joke to all you Wisconsin people out there is that Audrey Thayer, who is, who, uh, is another native, uh, beat him in the election, and uh, now she's got to give up her seat as a council member. Oh, wow. That's a little bit of a tease. We might have to talk about that more tomorrow, Robert. Yeah, right on. Hey, and I sent you an article, too, about uh, land back in Minneapolis, so we'll have to talk about it tomorrow, too. I did. I've seen that. We'll touch base on that tomorrow as well. All right. Great job, as always. Hey, we need to resist, divest, join a group, run for office. You've been listening to Native Ritz Radio Presents. I'm awake. Uh, We are the seventh generation free Leonard Peltier now.